Hello listeners, this is Avio Winters, your drama fiend, and today we have another one of Kairos episodes 11 and 12, and things are getting crazy and it's starting to all connect. Things that we weren't sure about that are starting to connect, things that I didn't even point out are starting to connect. So as usual, I'm going to be talking about the plot, story, characters, interesting or favorite moments, final thoughts or my STQs, which is speculations, theories, and or questions. And then lastly, I'm going to be talking about closing statements and predictions, or maybe not predictions. So the plot and story. I swear, every single time Kim So-jin tries to meet Hanedi of the future, she's always dead. And then that one time she was in jail, which is sad that she keeps dying. But it seems like she's in the middle of everything because she's trying to prevent so many at once and find out things she shouldn't be finding out, according to other people. I keep thinking that these are the episodes that Kim So-jin will find out about his wife. How long are they going to drag this? How long are they dragging out her deception? Uh, not to the Sojin of Hanedi's time, but the future so- um, Sojin. Things should be coming out like, where is her father now that she's dead? Or does he not want to smear, put uh, anything bad on her name now that she's dead? Like, where where does he go? But I guess they needed Sodogyun's information first for story reasons to move the plot along and also to help them find out about Iteku. And it seems like not many things are connected that I like I thought they would. Like Shunche's past is influencing her decisions in the future. I mean, if I mean it doesn't excuse her for what she did, but it has nothing to do with the construction site. We really don't know why she let her father burn or she why she started the fire. Maybe he was abusive. Yet this is coming back and affecting everyone around her but has nothing to do with the construction site, like I said, at least what we have learned, and I don't think it does anyway. But things like that are not really connected, it seems. Or things like Soto Gyung and his past is not connected to the construction site because he just fell for a woman and is doing whatever she wants so that he can be with her. But he's affecting Kim So Jin in his life negatively. Um, things like that, that's not really connected to the uh, construction site, but it also brings it up a little bit because of how he used Kim Jin Ho to um, bring about kidnapping Kim Dubin. But our main characters obviously are connected with the construction site and also their loved ones are connected. This was just an observation of the plot. It's nothing like we don't already know. It's just that from what I said in my past podcast that these things are just not really connected. So next thing we're going to talk about is the characters. I am upset listening to the cop. Oh, the delete detectives. All of them. All of them. The cops are so useless in this drama. Why would they just assume that Kim So-jin pressed on the brakes and that he was the one who crashed into the truck? And now the truck driver who fled is the victim? Since when does the person who's in an accident run away is the victim? I swear to use everything and anything to blame Kim So-jin. Someone could have drugged both him and his family, which we find out they did, and the person in the truck was chasing them, or someone was chasing them, Kim So-jin from behind, and Kim So-jin decided to accelerate to avoid the car, or like another car from behind him trying to accelerate, and he saw the truck coming, but then the truck ran into him anyway. Like, like they weren't thinking about those possibilities at all. They were just thinking about it one way. It got to be Kim Sojin. And now the Kim Sojin in the future is on the run. Like these cops are really useless. Like if they're not part of the main characters, they're always useless. And it's making me frustrated. What are they there for? They didn't find anything in the past either. So these cops, these detectives at that station are just completely useless. And why weren't they having this talk in their office or like discussion rooms instead of out in the open? Where any civilian can walk in and sit down and have a, a, a cup of joe from the uh, vending machine. Like, they're so freaking useless. It makes me angry. 
Hyunjae dies because she lied and said she had that audio file. And she didn't. She needed the money to pay her father off, though. We knew that because he keeps harassing her. I don't know. He's, he's stupid, though. Yeah. And it also seems like she is, um, like, falling for Kim Soo-jun again. Like, she's she's like, oh, what's happening to you? She's seeing him in a different light, like I mentioned in my last podcast. She's not looking at him like he's the selfish, um, self-centered jerk like he was. <laughs> because then she was like, yeah, that's good for him. That's why I was like, why does she hate him? But I guess him ignoring her and um, always arguing with her when it comes to her daughter, that's the reason why she's built up so much resentment towards him. But she was already cheating on him before she got married. So I'm assuming she broke up with Soto Gyum before she got with Kim So Jin. But things weren't going right, so she decided to go back with So Do Gyun. <sighs> That's just my assumption, because I remember she mentioned that she broke up with So Do Gyun before. Next is my interesting or favorite moments. So Itaekyu getting his much deserved butt whipping, but he was unfazed by it until So Jin started choking him. I was very happy that he was getting his butt whipped, but when he started laughing, I was very angry. All I hope is that by the end of this, Itaekyu gets what he deserves, whether it's death or jail time. I don't care what it is. Another interesting moment is that Haneri and Kim Sojin tricking Sodogyun. Finally, they have like a one-up on him, but Sodogyun and his investigative skills are just like top-notch apparently. But um, I was happy that Kim Sojin didn't forget everything like I thought he did. I was just like, really, we're playing this amnesia one again? But thank God we're not. He was just tricking him just so he could get close to Itekyu. I'll find out like where is Itekyu and you know what he knows and stuff like that. Next thing is I must not have been paying attention, but I found out the friend's name. Like, can I get an applause? Her name is Park Soo Jung. <laughs> Only because they said her name like four times throughout this uh, episodes eleven and twelve, and I can never remember her name. I know I could just easily look it up, but ugh. I've got everybody's names here, and her name was not on it. They even have the nanny's name as the nanny but anyway last thing for my f- interesting and favorite moments is that Hanedi, Hanedi talking to her mother who is in the future had me bawling the love between them it's the best thing that i've seen in a while in a drama it's so it seems so real and it's so lovely it's i couldn't hold it in you could tell she loves this kid of course it's, it's her child but i haven't seen love expressed like this like the two of them i've mentioned in my first podcast about how beautiful it is to see that how much she loves her daughter and of course how much she loves her mother and how they are willing to go through all these lengths just to keep them protected for my final thoughts or stqs speculations theories and or questions let me start off by asking how was it that itekyu was running around doing all this stuff for all these different people for hyunche for idogyun for chairman yu and not be drained. I'm amazed by this. Not that he's killing people or hurting people. It's just that he's able to do all this planning with them and going around murdering people and he's not tired. He also seems to take pleasure in hurting people. So this might have fueled him and gave him energy. Anyway, so we're going to talk about who killed Eddie, Han Eddie. I think it was most likely Itekyu, but it would be shocking if it was one of her friends who did it, like Pak Soo Jung, who I've mentioned twice now. Um, it would be shocking if it was someone else, like maybe Kim Jano came back and killed her, but I have no reasons as to why they would kill her instead of the mom, because they both know a lot. Wouldn't they threaten Hanedi instead? I love seeing Soto Gyun finding out about Hyunche abandoning him. That sudden realization that he's been used is hilarious to me. Like, he 
So Do Hyun obviously doesn't know enough about Hyun Jae in her past to to paint a full picture of her because she's so deceptive and like her father said when they were in the bathroom once again together that um she lies every time she opens her mouth so and so Gyun believes anything she says so that's probably why he was shot he probably still don't even believe it now he's probably like no there's no way also we found out why kim so jin and hanity speaks at that time 1033 because it's when her dad died under the rubble i might have mentioned that before maybe that it had something to do with her dad or one of their dads but um i wasn't sure exactly how but now we know and that kim so jin was with hanity's dad under the rubble which i didn't put two and two together i think they revealed his face multiple times but i didn't put two and two together i wasn't sure who that was with him i was like is that his dad i have no idea I thought we were going to reveal that they were related, but I guess I was doing too much. What's interesting is that it was Kim So Jin of Hanari's time probably coming to see her because he keeps remembering key things she has said and how it has changed him or made him realize that she is here to help and not kidnap his child or harm his family in any way. He's a new person because of her. The Kim So Jin of Hanari's time is a new person. Lastly is my closing statements and predictions, or maybe not predictions. But let me take just a moment and say that what I'd do if this was me in Hanedi's shoes, I would not want to know when I die. That is scary to hear that you'll be dead a month from now again. Like I know it can possibly be prevented again, but that is frightening knowing you have a few weeks to live. I'd freak out and do everything I'd want to do before it's time. But she is She's afraid, of course, and she, but she's kind of like confident that they'll be able to change the reason why she dies. And also it will prevent her from dying in the first place because all this is is about the construction site. And in order to reveal everything, that'll stop her and possibly others from dying as well. I feel so bad for Hanity and also Kim Da-bin though. So many things around them keeps putting them both in danger because of like their moms you can say it's because of their moms or like their parents past keeps coming i feel like the next few episodes will be crucial in saving hanity's life and also exposing chairman yu as well as finding out more about hyun che's motives and why she tried to kill her own father or was it just because she wanted a better life because that's pretty lame but it seems like that's where it's going because the first time she met soto gyun and their little past together was not entertaining, so it could just be that she wanted a better life. Also, what happened at the construction site we'll learn, which I'm ready for. I know the episode 13 is already out, and uh, 14 will be out by the time I release this. And I'll watch this right away and try to bring out a podcast probably like Friday for episodes 13 and 14. So yes, I watched them on Vicky. So if Vicky doesn't have them up and the subs aren't at least 50%, then I'm not watching it because I can't understand everything. I'm still learning. By the way, I want the full story too. Uh, the full story is coming because we've been getting bits and pieces put together, but now we are ready for like the full truth as well as our protagonists of what happened that day and how it happened since we found out that Kim So-jin was trapped for a whole month with Hanedi's father, which is also probably the reason that Hanedi and Kim So-jin is only a month apart and not like years apart or weeks apart or whatever. It's because everything is connected by their fathers. The time being the death of Hanedi's father and then the length being the time that Kim So-jin spent with Hanedi's dad under the rubble. 
I really love the connection that kind of forced these two together to not only help each other out, but to reveal the past that took so many lives, not just their parents and other people that Kim, the chairman you killed. Just like those poor souls that's on those, uh, the wall of the building, their names. Like there's so many people who have died because of Chairman Yu and his greed. That is all for today, tonight, or evening, wherever you are in this world. Thursday's podcast will be episode five of my Escape from Reality series. It's called It's in the Fire as of now. It might change. So thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe. Or follow the podcast because we'll have more stuff like this. If you want more K-dramas, please let me know um, on Twitter. If you want other things, I do post um, Monsterland movie reviews. I might also post a review of The Mess You Leave Behind, which is a Spanish miniseries that came out on Netflix like over the weekend and it's really good. Yeah, until now, it's been Avio Winters. Stay safe out there. Laters.